This is the Cherryleaf Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Cherryleaf Podcast. In this episode, we've got some recordings that we did at the Mad World Europe Conference 2019, which was held in October in Dublin, in the Republic of Ireland. Now, when we started the Cherryleaf podcast, we originally expected that most of the recordings would be at conferences, either presentations from Cherryleaf people or recording other presenters and talking to delegates. But it's turned out not to be the case, partly because if you're at a conference speaking or as a delegate, it's quite tricky to also remember and to have the time and the equipment to go around recording different people. And you don't want to record somebody's presentation without their permission. And if you're a delegate at a conference, somebody suddenly sidling up to you and sticking a microphone under your nose and asking you questions can be a bit intimidating. So at this conference, we've tried a couple of different things. I managed to get some recordings that I hope give you a flavour of the conference itself and what some of the delegates thought of it. Mad World Europe is a conference sponsored by Madcap Software. It's pretty much aimed solely at people that use their products like Flare and Lingo. So it's going to be very heavily focused on the products that Madcap sells. A few people at the conference came up and said they enjoy the podcast, so thank you for those kind words. That's very much appreciated. I had two presentations at the conference, which we've also covered in previous episodes of the Cherryleaf podcast, so we won't mention those or we haven't included those in this particular episode. What we did cover on the API side overlaps with some of the information that's provided in the module on API documentation writing in our advanced course. So there's a reminder there of our online advanced courses and particular API documentation writing. So if you go to the Cherryleaf website and look at the training section, you'll see what's on offer on the advanced training courses to help you become a better technical communicator. Now, before we get into the recording, something else that was mentioned at the conference, the suggestion from somebody was that we should suggest a hashtag so that if you want to talk about some of the topics covered in this podcast and you want to discuss them or express your opinions on them on Twitter, then there should be a hashtag available to do that. So if anyone else is interested, they can track it. So we need a hashtag then for the podcast. And although it's a little bit long, probably the most obvious, although it's a little bit boring, is just to have a hashtag of Cherryleaf Podcast or one word. So if you've got any thoughts on past podcasts, future ones, this one, and you want to express an opinion and for other people that listen to the podcast to see it, then use that hashtag Cherryleaf Podcast. Okay, let's dive into the recordings. Tony Zamaga. Hello. Hello. So you're at Mad World Europe. What's prompted you to come to the conference and what are you hoping to see? Um, 
looking to find information on micro content and also uh, multilingual output and then in the workshop uh, jQuery in particular. And we're halfway through day one. If you, if you had your questions answered yet? or uh, So far, um, building on what I've seen, yes. Um, it's a, putting the pieces together from several of the um, presentations. But uh, yes, it's going very well. And you work at Apptaco. What does Apptaco do and how are you using Flare to create the content for that product? Currently, I'm using Flare to produce online help for two of our products, um, People's Stage and Orbit, including in German. Um, one of my colleagues will be um, outputting uh, another of our products, and then I'm moving all of our word-based content into two Flare projects for technical documents and integration documents. And what does Apptaco do? Apptaco is a digital analytics software company and campaign automation platform. So who would be the type of companies that would use it? Um, there would be marketing organisations, companies like Marks and Spencers, um, shops, charities, just about anybody that's sending uh, emails and, and messages out to people. And you're trying to set up a user group in the Midlands, in the middle of England, for Flair, is that correct? Yes, I'm trying to set up a Flair special interest group where uh, my company has facilities, some great facilities in the centre in Warwick, uh, refreshments provided and hopefully can get enough people to decide to come along and um, get together. And if people are interested in going to those meetups, how's the best way to contact you? Either you can go through um, the ISTC yeah. um, or you can contact me at tony.zumaga, D-Z-U-M-A-G-A, at Aptico, which is A-P-T-E-C-O dot com. So if someone searches on Tony Zumaga, D-Z-U-M-A-G-A, yes. then you're probably the only one that appears on uh, Yes, absolutely. Yes, you'll find me on LinkedIn anywhere, yes. Right, excellent. Lovely. Thanks, Tony. You're very welcome. So I've got Thomas Pro Rasmussen here. Uh, Thomas, you're talking about three things at the conference. Do you want to say what they are? I'm talking about database publishing, which is basically getting um, any kind of external data, Excel, structured data, access database, web uh, content management system, whatever, into Flare. Uh, effectively just creating Flare files from the outside. So Flare ends up being uh, just a, a tool which is being used as a funnel, uh, tunnel for stuff to get through. So you just build something, you never touch it, you don't have to if you don't want to. So that's called database publishing. The reason I call it publishing is that the output has to look nice. It could have been structured publishing, which is different, but it is a database. So um, the requirement is that it does look nice in the other end. The output is, for what I'm uh, talking about, is PDF. But uh, So that's one. The other is um, page layouts, players page layout, trying to tell people about the differences between units, why a pixel is not supposed to be used for a page layout, why millimeters and inches are better, and talking about the intricacy of, of how a page layout should be done in the right way. Hmm. And all these odd functions and strange functions that if, if, you come from, uh, if you come from an Adobe InDesign world, it's fairly intuitive what a page is. And 
then the Madcap has added a few uh, actually very good functions uh, that, uh, that I'm going to talk about. And then some applied use of page layouts in different, in different variations for small labels, which is also part of the database publishing actually. Uh, and also trying to have different page layouts put from the same TOC file, uh, which can be quite difficult sometimes, mm. uh, depending on the requirements from the clients. Mm -hmm. And the last one is on analysis. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the workshops, a two-hour thing. Uh, I'm basically walking through all the different functions that uh, analysis has, but I'm trying to sort of go beyond that and taking the report part of the analysis mm -hmm. concept and producing a nice PDF file out of it. So taking the HTML output of that report, putting it in as an import into another player project, and disregarding the inline CSS formatting from that, using the real CSS file and producing a PDF output automatically so it looked nice. <laughs> it's only to make it look nice myself. I can't change the content of the report anyway. And then, uh, and then at the end of the session, which is the workshop, um, I have, together with a, with a developer, created a tool that can do analysis across many Flare projects. And I can, I can uh, do my own analysis, things that is not inside of uh, Metcat Flare as it is right now. And uh, that's quite cool. Those are the three things I'm talking about. That sounds very interesting. Um, on the, back to the first one with the database. What type of data is it that's being shown? Is it names and addresses or numerical data or...? It's a mix of pictures and, and uh, text content, uh, numerical data, whatever. Uh, the, the output are labels, small sticky labels that are required to put on any product uh, or machinery uh, which are regulated either uh, from the machine regulation uh, directive from the EU or medical. This is it, medical. Uh, so it's a, it's a mix of data. Uh, some of the data is very static, some of it is controlled by conditions, some is vari by variables, and others are one by one because there's a serial number which is different from every single label. All that stuff is uh, put from the data source, which is actually just an Excel file yeah. uh, in this instance. It doesn't have to be, but it was just the easy way for this company uh, because the users knew how to uh, use Excel and they didn't want to develop a, an access database or something else. So it's just a mix of data. Right. So, so why not use Word? What does Flare give you that you couldn't do by use the Word mail merge? Well, I've got two answers to that. One is the long one. The short one is because Word can't. Right. Period. That's it. And the long one is uh, that even though you may be able to produce something out of Word, there's no way you can control it in, in a database publishing um, workflow because you need to produce a new word file for every time you output data from the Excel sheet. Right. Mind you, a row equals an output. Another row is the next output. So I need a new word file that I need to produce a PDF file from. And that would require... I don't think you can do it in Word. Honestly, I do not think you can do it. Maybe a wizard that can do VBA can do it. I, and maybe the, even then you will probably have some issues. Uh, the reason why Flare is well suited for database publishing is it's all open, XML, X, HTML, so I can do anything with it because of that simple fact. Uh, yeah, that's the reason why I'm doing it. I used to do it in the old days in FrameMaker using the MIF, and then you're again you're back to to the core of it. It's open, so I can produce things. And further back, uh, Ventura Publisher, which before Corel 
corporation ruined the whole stuff by making them binary files, we could do exactly the same thing. And I've also done it in InDesign, but that's purely XML. Yeah. So that's from XML. So, so the concept of database, database publishing is pretty old. Yeah. Um, it's just nice that Matt Capflair can do it because it is just uh, another way of using Notepad++. <laughs> that's why I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. It sounds really interesting. It is. Thank you. I hope it is anyway, yeah. <laughs> hope we can use it. Is it Claudia or Claudia? I don't know. It's Claudia. Claudia, get the pronunciation right. So where have you come in from for the conference? Um, I've travelled from Cambridge. Oh, okay. To, to Dublin. It's my first time at Mad World. Why did um, you come? What prompted the interest? Um, very much because we have started using the tool. I've been um, promoting it for several years and got the business case through. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm working with one of my colleagues who's um, working on the server side. Mm -hmm. So you'd be looking at knowledge base, things like that. So it's basically for me to pick up some knowledge and um, you know, ask the experts mm -hmm. if, if possible and just enjoy the atmosphere, the good food. <laughs> so did you say which company you're from? Um, I'm, I'm trying to, um, it, it's, I'm doing this myself. Oh, okay. But um, I'm, I'm from Envea, Envea oh. UK. Um, it's, it's a group, so we're, we're, we have French headquarters, mm -hmm. and we're only in the beginning stages at the moment of developing um, technical communication, both in the UK and across okay. the world. And what, what presentations have been the ones you've liked so far, the highlights? Oh, um, micro-content is probably the, the, the thing yeah. going at the moment, so uh, a lot around that, but also... Um, presentations um, about involving involving other departments mm -hmm. in your company, so spreading the communication a bit wider and the tool, what it can do, mm -hmm. how it can be useful, which is exactly what, where I'm going. So yeah. the, 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 um, my aim and, and, and um, my zeal, in a way. Um, so, is there anything? This is day two. So, is there anything today that you're looking forward to seeing? Don't worry if you don't yeah, know. Um, not top of my head, yeah, but I've obviously marked it up. Ah. So I'm just, I'm just looking at every time I need to go from this perspective. Yeah, I'm planning it a, a, around a little bit. It's, it's also to do with standards. I'm, um, I'm keen and part of what I'm looking at as part of setting up the tool mm. is actually to improve the quality. Right. You know what you're doing when you're working with Word mm. and you have 150 documents you're looking after mm. and a change comes in for a particular product group and you can't read it through because there's so much is in your head yeah so so things get lost so it's a way of capturing capturing information on mm -hmm. the one hand but also at the same time what else could we do mm. that that word that the slow work doesn't allow you to do so when you have the information and you have a way of you have set it up the way mm. it works for you you can publish how can you improve it? Mm. What would you really like to have in the manual as well mm. that you couldn't so far? Because uh, we're also still printing, so you're always watching uh, the numbers, the page yeah. numbers, obviously, oh. you know. So <laughs> it's just, you know, then when you're freed of that and when you may have an opportunity of actually um, distributing it to your customers, soft copy, you know, for mm -hmm. them to access whatever they want to access. Then, then you're freer to decide what do I do with things, how do I develop documentation as such. Mm. Yeah. So it's both on spreading the love as well as um, giving whatever you have more TLC. Mm. That's <laughs> <Anyway>. lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. My name 
is Robert Thibodeau. Um, what, what company? I work with Schneider Electric. In Germany or in? Uh, well, we're based in Grenoble, and I'm, I'm in Grenoble right now, but I'm, I'm myself, I'm based in British Columbia, Canada. Oh, okay. So why have you come to the conference? What did you hope to see at the conference? For me, I've been working with Flare now for about five years, so I, I, I'd say that my understanding of the software is, is, is intermediate to advanced. Um, that's not to say I, I, I know all of the, the tool. I have weaknesses, I guess, in, there, in areas that I want to work on in CSS and scripting for the most part. Um, our team is starting to move more and more to using Flare, so I want to get some good best practices set up so that when we do our transitions that the our source content is in good shape. And, um, I, but I think that the most that I get out of, out of this conference is making connections, meeting people, uh, renewing my relationship with the people that work at MadCap, because I know quite a few of them quite well now. And, uh, it's, it's great that they're so open and, and uh, uh, available. And what have you liked in these presentations on day one? Um, I, for me, I think personally the, the highlight was probably uh, Daniel Ferguson's conditions talk. Uh, we have one project that has quite a few conditions in it and, and, a, and a couple of writers, so it's been two people's mental models kind of clashing at times, and I think the conditions have gotten out of hand, and they certainly aren't rational anymore, so Daniel's uh, practices uh, really, uh, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to definitely be improving that right away. So I think that was the most, um, the, the most ROI on the, on the talk was certainly Daniel's. And second day, what are you looking forward to seeing today? Um, I always enjoy Scott Deloach's talks on CSS. Yeah. Uh, I always learn something from, from him. Uh, he always has really cool uh, ideas, and because and, uh, he's always you know, playing around with sort of in the back end of things, and he's pushing Flair a little bit more than it is just out of the box. So I'll definitely be seeing, I'm uh, looking forward to his talks. Um, and we're starting to flirt with the notion of translating our uh, content using Ringo. So I want to start dipping into a bit into the translation. And that's what the great thing is about the Europe conference is that translation is much more at the forefront yeah. than it is at the San Diego one. But, and are you here for the workshops on day three? or I participated in the workshops last time. Mm -hmm. uh, the last two times I was at Mad World. And uh, this time I decided to, to give it a pass. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, again, just it's, it's just a case of where the subject areas are, I already have a decent understanding in, so I figured that there wasn't a lot of uh, return investment. Lovely. Thank you. Thanks. My name is Mads Aronson. Uh, I work for Simcorp in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, and I'm a lead technical writer slash documentation manager slash a few other things. So what's prompted you to come to the conference and what have you seen that you write so far? I mean. I, uh, I like to come here to see people implementing uh, solutions that we may borrow. <laughs> uh, some good ideas, maybe uh, new features in Madcap, Flare, and just out of interest, I was uh, at the Mad World Conference in San Diego like five years ago. Yeah. So I thought five years, things have happened yeah. in a five year period, so there must be something new and I have to admit already that it has been amazing. I have oh. so many things to take away from this conference already. Yeah. Anything particular that's uh, you're going to use when you get back? Yeah, but, uh, I'm really surprised because every single session has uh, given me ideas to uh, things we can implement and where we can improve and expand, including uh, 
Vega just to sort of session on the connection to the Andrews and Burns into the station. So I don't have to have an English and a German reference yeah. station anymore. And uh, there's just been so many, many things. And what's, we've got the afternoon session to come. Anything particularly there? Oh, there was something about REST APIs <laughs> that I'm really interested in because uh, our developers have asked us a number of times over the last three years to come up with some kind of policy, standard structure for how we do API documentation. But uh, the developers at uh, Syncorp, they are both, you can say, the, the creators of the APIs and they are also the consumers. So we are trying to uh, ask them to agree on what do they need both yeah. as to produce it and also to consume the, the documentation yeah. for this and uh, we still haven't found a Unfortunately, the last recording there with Mads, which we did outside when it was breezy, didn't come out particularly well. Apologies for that. So just to finish with, what Madcap do at the start of the conference is ask every speaker to introduce themselves and give a 30-second description of what they're going to talk about. So I recorded that and we'll play that so you have a sense of the type of topics that were covered at the event. All right, so every year we do our best to organize an amazing panel of presenters and educators to talk about so many different subjects. And what I would like to do next is give everybody a chance to meet our presenters very quickly because our hope is that it's going to help you decide um, what to attend. You're going to get a quick summary of their presentation. So we're hoping it'll help round out your session schedule while you're here because ultimately, it's our goal that you leave here with a sense of excitement, um, an elevated skill set, new tips, new techniques that you can apply right away when you return uh, to work. So with that, I'd like to welcome our first presenter to the stage, Ms. Birgit Becker.
saturating a bit, uh, labels directly from a database into uh, MacAfair. And I will dare doing it live, so you can actually see it. It's like the art show. Uh, the second one tomorrow is uh, going to be about page layout. I'm going to take you into the in-depth of page layout, what you get out of it. And also I have a live example of how I implemented page layout with a client. Uh, it's quite cool uh, using the TOC in a different way. You haven't seen that before. That I know. And the last one, the workshop on Friday, is on analysis. Just one menu point, a whole lot of options. We're going to take you through the entire set of options. And the extra uh, Thomas add-on in, uh, in the end, trying to do analysis across a lot of different flare projects at the same time. Not only one, but the whole range of 800,000 topics in many projects. There you go. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Chris. I work at uh, 3DI, we're a technical rating services, so we work with a whole range of clients. Uh, my talk on Thursday is going to be the exciting world of guidelines and ISO standards and ANSI standards. And, yeah, I can see you're already excited. That's okay. So the first half I'm going to be talking about the standards, why they're important, what's interesting about them, and then the second half I'm going to explain how we use these and uh, discovered and animated them in the Flare projects. Okay, thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you. Next, I'd like to welcome my colleague, Giorgio Patoligo. Good morning, everyone. My name is Giorgio. I'm a sales engineer here at Madcap. And me and Jen are going to be taking a deeper dive into some of the new features that, been, that we've released so that you could go ahead and try it out yourself. And we're looking forward to it. I'd like to welcome Caroline Coyne. Get more out of um, 
out of all of them if you use them efficiently. So that's really a fantastic thing for a Friday afternoon before you go home. <laughs> Thanks. using the skin editors. Um, we'll be using uh, fairly advanced CSS um, in the topic style sheets as well as perhaps a little bit of jQuery. Uh, and then I'm, then I'm in the panel on Friday. So I'll see you then. Thanks. Uh, sorry, T-Pro. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for that. 
and on Friday, <laughs> Birgit and me will have another session. Uh, we'll tell you something about advanced techniques to optimize your PDF output in Mechatria. So uh, join the sessions and uh, enjoy the conference. Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Um, great to be here. I have three sessions, and then I'll be on the expert panel as well on Friday afternoon. So first session right after this tomorrow, or to this morning, I'm going to be talking about conditions what to do with conditions, what not to do with conditions, how they really work, and how to get yourself untangled if you're in a condition not. So that's gonna be a great session. Um, tomorrow we'll be diving into the thrilling world of cross-references. A lot to, to talk about there actually, surprisingly. How to use cross-references in an effective way and how to develop cross-references in combination with auto-numbering to be able to uh, provide cross-references that your users need. And then on Friday, um, my advanced workshop, we're gonna be doing a deep dive into jQuery. Well, a deep dive for most technical writers, right? But it'll be more of an intro into jQuery, but this is gonna answer some of your questions on, okay, what do I do if I need to put something in my Flare output for which there is no button in Flare to make it happen? Sometimes we get some of those for various reasons. And this will walk you through how to do that kind of stuff. And I'll be on the expert panel on Friday. Look forward to meeting you all. Thank you. Next, I'd like to welcome Ms. Olga Barone. Good morning, people. My name is Olga Barone. I'm from Grand Is located in beautiful Vienna. Today in the afternoon, I'm going to talk about using Flare and source control. And together with my colleague Christian, this sounded there, we'll try to demonstrate in real time how to work together on a single project uh, bound to source control. What is uh, to be considered within a team, what is to be considered on the technical side. And just uh, after the coffee break, I will continue with my second session, which is about extending MedCap target group because uh, Flare is such a powerful tool and it can be used not only for technical writers but also in other areas. So we'll try to figure out what uh, tools and which features Flare has and where we can use it. So we'll be glad to see you. Next I'd like to welcome both Andy Woodvine and Hannah Hertzberger. So in our session uh, tomorrow, we are going to give you an overview of a typical Flare translation project and we are also going to talk about desktop publishing in translated projects and we also want to give you some tips on preparatory steps um, to show you how you can um, achieve a smoothly running translation project. Yeah, I got nothing to add. Thank you. <laughs> um, if you have any questions, please feel free to talk to us anytime. 
uh, you can also visit us at the Med Translations table in the lounge, and we'll be at the expert panel as well. Thank you. Features as toys, 
and I get my hands on the toys before everybody else. I'm lucky, and, and I get to help design them and operate them. It's a lot of fun. And uh, micro content is my favorite toy. I, I really, I really love. I, I, I love it. And uh, I first got my hands on it about a year ago, about seven or eight months before we released it. And uh, so I did a session at uh, Madwell San Diego earlier this year about my journey, getting, getting going in it, uh, the, the things that I learned, discovered, things I did, didn't do. And so this session that I'm going to be doing tomorrow is sort of part two. It's going to be more advanced. So I'm not going to really go through basics. I would actually highly recommend, if you're interested in this, going also to Matthew's session because I think it's going to really set you up and prepare you for what I'm going to talk about. A lot of mine's going to be a little bit about um, some of the new things that we have, but really it's going to be about some advanced single sourcing with micro content because I had an issue earlier uh, in the summer where I wanted to do something and, and Flair didn't have one feature that let me do it, so I kind of created my own. And I just thought, I can't wait to tell someone about this. And I've been waiting five months to tell someone about this. So I'm kind of jumping out of my skin, and I'm ready to tell you. Uh, so uh, I guess that's it. Thank you. Have a good conference. Uh, looking forward to meeting you all. Thank you to all the presenters. So that's it for this episode. The conference was very enjoyable. Dublin was very interesting. Every time I go to Dublin, it seems to have changed. It's a very interesting city. Nice to visit. Finally, say thank you for listening to this episode and look forward to the next one.